What keeps you inspired, Louise, and motivated to contribute to the field of educational leadership? Um, Working with these young leaders is absolutely uh, outstanding. They are so keen to learn. They are out in an environment where they don't have this opportunity. And when they're here, they take full advantage of it. And it's fabulous to work with young people who are just so enthusiastic about learning to be good leaders. Welcome to today's podcast. Great to have your company, everyone. Well, it's great pleasure that our special guest today is Louise Green. Louise Green has recently been the recipient of the New South Wales Primary Principals Association Life Membership, a very prestigious award. Louise consistently demonstrates a deep commitment to supporting colleagues and developing future leaders on behalf of New South Wales public schools through the New South Wales Primary Principals Association. Louise is an accredited solution-focused coach. She's also accredited as a Covey facilitator through Speed of Trust, as well as our new offering, Multipliers. She's also a facilitator of the very well-received middle leadership imperative. And in today's podcast, we unpack that work that she is facilitating through the New South Wales Primary Principal Association. So, let's enjoy Louise Green. Louise Green, welcome to our podcast. Our aim is to inform our listeners about the professional learning offerings through the New South Wales Primary Principals Association. Louise, can you tell us about your professional learning journey and what led you to where you are today? And I guess what inspired you to work in education? Uh, Thanks, Drew. Uh, Look, I believed that when I was a young teacher that I needed to make sure that what I was doing, my practice was, you know, right on on the ball. And I needed to make sure I was doing the right job for kids. I had an opportunity to relieve in an executive position and found that my impact on kids was greater because I had impact on other leaders and other teachers. And I noticed that that allowed me to develop my own leadership skills and to do a lot of self-reflection. And as I moved along that journey in different contexts, I believed that in order to have the maximum impact on students and to improve student outcomes, I had the best opportunity to do that as a principal. So I actively worked to that through coaching and self-reflection. Yeah. So with your extensive experience, Louise, in the various roles across New South Wales Public School, what motivated you to support the development of as, as a principal to other principals and other educational leaders? Um, I've had some fabulous role models. And one in particular was a principal who really believed in the fact that as a principal in New South Wales, we had an, an obligation, not just a duty, but an obligation to commit to what was left behind us and to leave something behind in our careers that was significant. And I saw that as an opportunity to empower young leaders with the skills and abilities to become good principals. And so that leader led me into that lifelong journey of, of leadership and to practice some of the skills I had. And the more I practiced and rehearsed and read and implemented skills, the more I realized the impact I was having. Yeah. So they really believed in you and they could see the leadership qualities you had and you felt that is 
you felt really good about that and the implementation they were giving to you. And as a moral compass, so to speak, you then could see that in your role when you became a principal. Absolutely. Almost like the pay it forward model. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So was it Louise as a mentor and a coach in your your role, what are some of the key qualities and skills you look for in aspiring leaders? Um, that ability to be open to learning. That ability to be open to feedback, but also have that ability to self-reflect and set your own journey. So with the support of myself and other colleagues, how do you do that? And you look for people who are open to that learning. Um, People who are more than happy young leaders who are come in and say, they're like sponges, you know, how do I do this? What do I do? What can you teach me about that? And that led me into that designing programs around aspiring leaders and middle leadership um, because my belief about middle leadership is that the AP role or the middle leader role is the most challenging in the school. But the most challenging, would you say, in the system? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Pushed and pulled. All the time. Yeah. And, and you are, we'll go to that, you are a facilitator for the middle leadership imperative. What are some of the key elements that empowers our that, that the course offers in empowering our middle leaders? Well, number one, I think um, we really reflect on good quality research. We open their eyes in some cases to researchers who have can offer them that learning. We also were very strategic in developing um, streams, so we kept a theme. So we've got three streams that run through those four days, and one's about middle leading itself and the difference between leading and managing and how you manage that uh, in your role. The middle the in, middle um, stream is about um, collaborative professionalism, uh, about trust, all those things, strategies that you need to have as a middle leader and understand what they really mean. And then in the afternoon, those last sessions, we focus on putting some of those ideas into, into action and giving them practice at doing it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm currently in that process as a as a as a table facilitator with the architecture and the design around the program. What led it to being? Was there a thinking around it being a four day particular a four day program? Can you just give us some background to the to the thinking around what that the development of the course and how it came to the four days? Um, we didn't believe that under that we could offer that high quality professional learning unless we did that. And we was it was developed by two highly experienced principals, Corinna Robertson and uh, Larissa Mariga. And um, they started to develop it and then other principals, myself, Margaret Charlton, um, Ryan Shepherd, we started to come in. And we all started to work on it together. And I think that's such a strength of this program because we're offering schools things that have been developed by public school principals. Bit for purpose. Yes, absolutely. And and is the course over a period of does it has it has it changed and adapted to the current trends and needs that that assistant principals and our middle leaders need? Um, what we've done with the program is it's um, almost like building the plane as you fly. We've started off with a core um, set of uh, learning. And then as we went along and looking at the feedback and looking how people interacted, we've sort of changed it slightly. But um, it's always been around how we could impact on the people who are in the room and how they responded to it. We've got to a point now where we think, um, 
I think we reference up to eight or nine researchers during the program, which is great. They can walk away with people they can read more about. And we also decided that we needed to have really good activities that they could actually engage in to practice what they were doing. Yeah, so it's a really practical practical course. Absolutely. To, to support our current middle leaders and aspiring? Uh, well, probably, yeah, maybe if they're in relieving capacities, but not, not more than that, I would say. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is that we've designed it so that um, it, it really has a long, long impact and people can take away things, but they don't have to. So you don't have to go back to school in that busy role you are in middle leadership and do anything other than reflect. So no action research project. You have to do some study, case studies, analysis and all of those no. things. No. Well, SLI offers that wonderful opportunity and they they have a quality program too that is different to ours. So um, we believed as principals that middle leaders are just so busy anyway. I was going to go there in terms of that is what we are asked through the association there's some fantastic work that the SLI uh, are offering. The question is, what's the difference with, and I'm not sure if you can answer this, Louise, what is the difference with the middle leadership imperative to, say, other middle leadership courses that are offered through the School Leadership Institute? Um, look, SLI offers fabulous learning. It really does. Mm. But they've got, and that some of their online resources are outstanding. Oh, yeah. And I would highly recommend everybody to look at those and use them as, as reference. Uh, their middle leadership program is very different to ours in that it's uh, there's some action research in it. It's quite different. Um, and they have um, guest speakers and that sort of thing. Uh, we don't do that. Ours is quite different specifically because we knew that we needed to get people um, actually engaged in the process without any ad additional onus on them. I really enjoy the face-to-face -face component of this as yes. well. As, and as a facilitator, you can see the reactions. And in my role, I see, and you do as well, the evaluations are are really fantastic in terms of and and so authentic with the with the feedback. So it must be a great thrill to see that that feedback that you as a facilitator as well as other facilitators are doing when getting that feedback and saying yes, this is actually hitting the mark here. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic, and it, it sort of um, reinforces that the work we've done has been worthwhile. Um, I think that um, what people know when they leave those four days is that the people who have been presenting to them are dead set, have been principals, have been middle leaders. We can talk from the ground up um, and we share our funny little stories and some of our experiences and, and that's important. Absolutely. It comes from a place of authenticity, which is a, a, it really resonates with the participants. We're going to move, Louise, to there's an avalanche of professional learning for leaders at the moment. There's so, so many opportunities out there. How is... What's the difference with the middle leadership imperative different to other courses and what are the key takeaways for participants? Um, we're very different in that, like I said, it's, been, it's not been designed by prof professional organisations. It hasn't been designed by the SLI who are in some ways constrained by the department expectations of their work. Um, it's been designed by principals, for principals and middle leaders and that you can tell when you in interact in the group that is very different. Um, plus, we really 
follow the idea that you need to be engaged in quality research. So we've done a lot of that work, particularly Corinna and Larissa, who've done a lot of work on that research. We know the good quality that's there and we can expose our um, middle leaders to that. Yeah, it's coming from what I've seen is it coming from the research and evidence indicates and shows which you can't or you can challenge, but it comes from that place. It's been proven in other sectors of, and it's been proven throughout uh, that through through the research, so to speak. So, well, as you'll see it over the four days, no matter what researcher we use, those same things apply. So it's really confirming for people that when we talk about trust, all the researchers talk about trust. It has been a common theme. Yeah, getting trust right and making sure you keep trust within your team seems to be a common common theme that comes through. So moving, you are a a facilitator in other aspects, including speed of trust. Um, After retiring as a principal, you continue to be involved in mentoring, facilitating and doing delivering courses such as uh, speed of trust. What keeps you inspired, Louise, and motivated to contribute to the field of educational leadership? Um, Working with these young leaders is absolutely uh, outstanding. They are so keen to learn. They are out in an environment where they don't have this opportunity and when they're here, they take full advantage of it. And it's fabulous to work with young people who are just so enthusiastic about learning to be good leaders that it gives us confidence that we're leaving behind when we finally finish a system that has good quality leaders within it. Yeah, it goes back to that paying forward that you mentioned about you you having such a, a fantastic role model and leader and paying that forward to others. Louise Green, everyone, thank you for your time. Thank you.